0: Welcome to B2B Craftworks, a podcast about business writing. Today, I want to latch on to some of the common themes I'm seeing in the freelancers I coach and share what I'd share if we were sitting down and having a chat about these things, just you and me. Over the past few months, I've shifted my business more to coaching, and it gives me this opportunity to talk to five to 10 freelancers all over the world about what they're struggling with most. And so, there's five things that I think maybe I could help you think differently about. Number one, People are saying, I'm feeling so bad every time I sign into LinkedIn. It seems like everything sucks for me and everything's awesome for everybody else. And what I'd tell you if you're feeling bummed by your LinkedIn feed is that you get to unfollow any rando that makes you feel bad for any reason. It literally does not matter why. If you don't like their hair color, if you don't like their background photo color, you get to create your feed. It's your feed and you own it. If your liver frowns when you see them, unfollow. If they remind you of an ex, unfollow. If they said something dumb that makes you feel bad, unfollow. If you absolutely feel like you have to check in with those people, what you can do is make a spreadsheet, fill it out with those people, and then go see what they're doing just once a week. You don't have to let them interrupt your day to share whatever they have to share. And I promise your weekly productivity is going to skyrocket. Number two the sense that i need clients right now but no one wrote me back but no one wrote me back from the messages i sent in late november december and the good news about that is that if you just sent those notes after the holidays is a great time to circle back with them cuz their inbox got crushed in the last two weeks in december so anything that wasn't critical to be due by the end of the year probably got glanced at and then filed away. And if you follow up with something polite, just to bring it to the top of their inbox, that's a great reminder for them to reach out and respond to you. That's the thing about being freelance. This isn't a job. They will not find you. They might not let this become a priority that moves forward, unless there's someone who can help them with it. You're also not bugging them if you message them twice over the course of three months. You're just reminding them about their content needs and pointing out how you can be a valuable solution, and that is the best way to prospect. Number three, I'm not landing clients regularly, so I'm thinking about expanding into a new field, like copywriting or writing for coaching. And with this one, I would just tread carefully. If you feel like you're done with B2B, that's totally fair, But take a minute and listen to your gut about why you're done. I'm a big fan of experimenting and following your gut when you have a strong feeling about something, or if you're drawn to supporting coaches, before you give up on that, because I still consider that to be the most profitable and in-demand type of freelancing, make sure you're prospecting regularly, like literally every day, prospecting with fellow writers and requesting intros and coffees once a week, and that you're moving on because you love the new thing, not because you feel shut out by the old thing. I'm sure there's exceptions, but by and large, a company that has an annual revenue of a couple million is going to have more to spend on marketing and more regularly than a coaching client that might only have a couple hundred thousand. And it's not all about money, but money is what keeps us in business. So that's something to think about. If we're going to move on to something, let's try to find something more lucrative and with more opportunity, not just something that seems easier and more comfortable. Number four, if you're tired of SEO and you feel like everyone only wants SEO at these super low rates, I bet you're really just tired of SaaS. There's certainly some exceptions, but 99% of the people I talk to who are burned out right now, who are seeing low, low pay with way too much writing, they're working for SaaS clients on SEO projects. And you just need to get out of SaaS. You need to go deeper into B2B to be part of a conversation about business strategy, value, intellectual concepts, and other things that are behind those businesses, not just the search that brings potential leads to that business. What you can do to break out of SaaS is go out and discover new companies that need help with marketing. We're looking for services and products that aren't low-cost subscriptions, and then we support their content efforts. They do exist, but they're out there hidden in the woodwork. You literally have to find them. They will not stumble upon you and offer you a job. Number five, I just don't know which way is up sometimes. I hear so much different advice from different people. And you know what? That's not in your head. If you feel like you don't know which way is up, it's probably because you have 10, 20, 50 different experts sharing their concepts and experiments about what might work. What you actually need to do is triangulate and get yourself some reference points. You wanna find a mentor, find a coach, find a peer buddy and decide on just one to two, maybe three people's advice to follow and literally ignore everybody else. You only have one brain, you only have one workday, and you can't make progress if you're reading and listening to 10 or more people, especially when they're going to have conflicting advice and ideas. The internet is built as an endless scroll and there's always going to be a new person or idea and you can jump from one thing to another and you're going to constantly be starting over on that learning curve but you have to make sure you're jumping with your whole attention and not just the flick of your wrist on your feed or it will leave you like a little bird or an owl kind of looking at every different direction and just stuck frozen in one place. Cool. So that's my five. And this is why I love coaching. I I get to be in conversation with this group of 10 or 15 people who are upping their game, getting systems into place, choosing those one or two people to follow and actually seeing progress and moving forward with what they're doing. It keeps me on my toes. It keeps me thinking big picture. And of course, helping people, individuals, which is what I'm all about. That's all for today. I hope you've enjoyed these quick observations, and I'll probably be back to do this once a month or so, as well as some other exciting interviews and content that I've got planned for you this year. If you aren't already, please make sure you're on the email list. b 2 bwritinginstitutecom will take you right to it, and you would have gotten an email with this information about two weeks ago, you know, so you're behind the curve if you aren't on that list. But thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next week.